So we kind of just shared our regimen, shared like what good do-it-yourself uh, recipes mm-hmm. people could use for like hair growth if they have like itchy, dry scalp. Um, and mm-hmm. then we also shared like what products that we like to use. I was mm-hmm. a product junkie. I was using all different types of brands. Yeah. Have you always been natural? I have not always been natural, but for a majority of my life, I have been. So when I was, I think when I was 10, my mom stopped relaxing my hair. Mm. Um, so like after that, I would just go to the hair salon, get my hair braided every two weeks. Mm. What do you think motivated her to stop that? I'm not too sure on that. Um, probably, I don't know. She probably saw that I didn't really need it anymore because my dad had started to just bring me and my sister to get our um, hair braided and they weren't relaxing our hair either. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad yeah. she did stop it because I don't know how my hair would look now. I don't know because like there's a lot of people who be like, yeah, my hair used to be long when I was this that. And it's like yeah. they had a relaxer all these years <laughs> and they stopped relaxing and just had it didn't grow back. Like, I don't know. Right. Wait, so right, yeah. I'm, I'm being educated here. When you relax your hair, it shortens it? Well, straightens it or it straightens it a it, lot, but, but it's, it's damaging. Not, it stops the growth. It's damaging. It definitely. Oh. I feel. So it doesn't. Hair always grows. It breaks. The hair will break. Continue to break. Mm-hmm. It weakens the follicle, which mm-hmm. causes it to break. Um, and then I also feel. I know for me, like when I was younger, and I would get my hair. Um, relax i mean it was like i was being brought to the salon it was getting relaxed and then i didn't really know what to do after Mm -hmm. so i wasn't really moisturizing it properly or like i didn't know what a routine and i feel like like, for a lot of young black women our hair is getting relaxed when we're really young and we don't even know what else to do with it so i think that's bad too and then Mm -hmm. i remember i was so consumed with my hair being like pin straight so I would go get it relaxed, and then a couple of days later, I'm putting the flat iron on it, and then it's just it's gonna break off. You know, you're yeah. not you're not taking care of your natural hair. It's so not, it sounds it sounds like an uncomfortable process. Um, did y'all ever felt like you were um, being forced to straighten your hair back when you were get, um, getting it relaxed by not your parents? Not forced, but definitely like um, what's the word? I'm trying to think of the word like. I would see straight hair and I'd want it, you know. I in high school that's all I did. So after let's say eighth grade or around then, I started to do my own hair. Um, I saw that everybody had their hair straightened. Like, ooh, let me straighten mine. I always had long hair, so it's like I didn't start this line like, oh, it made my hair better or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. it's for others to you know get their hair to be a lot healthier by using products with ingredients that encourage that hair growth, Mm -hmm. that reduce the itchy dry scalp, you know, Mm -hmm. that give you, you know, voluminous, moisturized Mm -hmm. curls, because that's basically what it is. You have to feed your hair with moisture. That's the first thing Mm -hmm. to any, like, style. Definitely starts with your base, like, Mm -hmm. moisturizing it and, you know, using, after you moisturize, you want to use the oil and then a style of choice you can Mm -hmm. use or styler, excuse me. You can use like a cream, you can use a butter, you can use a gel, you can use a combination, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. I know for me, honestly, I did kind of feel, cause I went to a predominantly white school. So mm-hmm. every time I saw, like I didn't see anybody who had hair that was like mine. So mm-hmm. like what your question was about like feeling forced. And then my, um, 
my mother being white, mm-hmm. I, she didn't really know how to do my hair. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like that was my only option for me personally. Mm-hmm. So And then I, um, when my two younger sisters were born and their hair was curly, and I remember my youngest sister, Bianca, came to me and was like, I want my hair to be straight like yours. Mm-hmm. And after she said that, I was like, well... Because I'm over here trying to encourage them to love their hair how it is, and then I'm over here straightening mine. So that's mm-hmm. what I know for me, that's why I decided to go natural. For your sisters, and that's beautiful, you know. Because they look up to you. They look up to mm-hmm. someone who's, you know, that close to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I noticed um, similar, so similar going off of uh, something you said earlier, um, that you just saw straight hair and you knew that's what you wanted to see. Like... It, it seemed like that was almost everything that you saw. I know that was my experience in high school. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. every, um, whether you were black or white, straight hair was just like, if you came into school with like your hair straight down, like that was considered your hair was done. Yeah. Um, or your hair was did. Polished. Um, yeah. Polished, good, looking good, whatever. And anything else was just like, oh, you having a rough day. You mm-hmm. going through something. Yeah. I think uh popcorn twists were in. There were some styles mm-hmm. that were in that were more ethnic or urban that, you mm-hmm. know, I would do mm-hmm. sometimes, but for the most part, definitely every week straightening my hair. And media too. <laughs> I mean every time you looked at a any type of commercial or even um shows where character you did have like black female characters, mm-hmm. I feel like you saw a lot of straight hair. So mm-hmm. I feel like being a a young girl trying to figure out, like, what beauty is and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, it was, you know. So do you feel that that changed now? Do you think that there's, you Mm. see more natural hair now? Oh, yeah. There's a lot more. I mean, from within the past five years, there's definitely a lot. Natural black hair, to be specific, I guess. Oh, yes, yes. There's a lot more black Mm -hmm. women going natural, being a lot more confident in their natural mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of naturals who are versatile who, you know sometimes they wear their hair natural and mm-hmm. then sometimes they uh, wear a protective style via like box braids uh wigs sewing but they don't they know that they have to take care of their hair underneath so okay. there's a there's yeah. some people that don't do that and that's a problem because like mm-hmm. you have your hair is natural but you're not taking care of it because you're just Tucking it away, tucking not it away, even. not oiling your scalp, mm-hmm. you know, using moisturizer, even stuff like that. Is there any advice you would give to women who do um, tend to lean more towards the protective styles? To like, if you if you wear a weave like more often, how would you say like the best thing is to take care of your hair too? The best thing would be to you know before installing your hair, just wash it, detox it, clarify it. And then deep condition, always trim your hair. There's a lot of women who love length over health, and that's Mm. an issue. Um, To definitely just choose health over length because health equals length, you know? Right. It's not going to last. Why do you think length is so attractive? It's such a a goal. Well, (laughs) you know, you got the bundles, you just whip your hair, and you just think, oh, (laughs) if my hair is long, it's it's beautiful. It's it's like healthy is beautiful, you know? Right. Do you think that has to do more with the whole, like, if there were more images of, I guess, shorter hair and shorter lengths, then, then that would be the new... 
I mean, the new, um, it's all about comfortability. So, like, there are a lot of women who prefer to wear their hair short. And there's mm-hmm. some women who, like, oh, that's, they want to do that sometimes. So they'll do, like, a, a sewing or something. So mm-hmm. they won't really commit to, you know, rocking short hair because of society and how people look at women with shorter hair. Oh, like, some people would think, like, oh, you look like a boy or just, like, you're mm-hmm. more masculine because your hair is shorter. And it's just like, no. Right. Um, I know. I, I know. I know the stereotypes you're talking about. I just never felt that way. I I, I don't know what it. Nat- I don't know naturally what it was. Because mm-hmm. I grew up in a household of definitely weaves and wigs. Uh, my my I, the first time I was introduced to weaves and wigs was in the bathroom. My mom put her wig on my toothbrush, and I didn't know what the hell it was. <laughs> and uh, I like lifted it up like with disgust. I was like, Yo, like, did this come from my mom? And, and then when I asked her about it, she's like, no, that's my wig. I was like, wait, that's not your hair? And then we had that whole conversation. Mm. But even though, like, that, I grew up, and my, my whole family was like that. Mm. Not one natural haired individual um, in that mm. whole bunch. But somehow still, I, I don't know, I just never, mm. uh, I guess, seen shorter hair as, like, a well, And that's another thing, too. Effect. That I wanted to talk about is like natural hair in the workplace too mm, because yeah. first you have this issue of generationally a lot of women weren't taking care of their natural hair because they were always straightening it or mm-hmm. putting a weave in or something so you never really had to deal with your actual hair mm-hmm. and then you know when you're going to work if you're working in a place where even if you're working in a place where you work with a, a lot of other black people mm-hmm. you're not going to see a lot of natural hair a lot of the time mm-hmm. and if it can come off as unprofessional um and i know like for for me and i do think it helps a little bit more in our generation because natural mm-hmm. hair is becoming such a thing and there's so many movements about people being brought to court about stuff like that so nobody people are sensitive on that topic now mm-hmm. but you know wearing your hair out in a big afro people are like oh can you just you know like that's not really professional can you just like you know do something with it's that? because the attention's not on them and, and that's mm-hmm. what's not talked about you know exactly mm-hmm. that's basically what it is well you said also mm-hmm. so you're saying the it's a jealousy factor. Definitely, because it's like our hair could do so many different things. It can furrow, mm, it can furrow, mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. it could it could even be straight. It could do all those right. things and I don't your hair it could do one thing, one thing. Just mm. <laughs> they wash it every day. Fine. Jealousy of Just the versatility. Mm. Well there's and there's truth to that, right? Because when <laughs> put it on there. And there's history to that because that was one of the first, and I hate to bring it to slavery, but like, <laughs> why, not? why not bring it to slavery? But there's truth to that. Like, they yeah. were so jealous uh-huh. of the different styles and the beauty and how men would look at women's hair mm-hmm. that they made them shave it off. And it also would represent what tribe you were from, your culture, mm-hmm. your history. And they wanted to wipe that away. And we can't act like that. It's not still kind of part of... We're just now breaking that mold. You know, yeah. another reason why I wanted to have this conversation. Because <laughs> so, so I, I, <laughs> I also feel that um, just in general, society just doesn't want to let black women be. Because yeah. for the longest, you got flack for rocking your natural hair. So you're pressured into wearing straighter uh, straighter forms and more European cent- Eurocentric mm-hmm. looks, right? Because of that ability to be versatile, 
you uh, you made it work and it happened, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But now we're in this era of embracing ourselves, embracing ourselves more and loving our um, our our natural rooted hair and all that. Yes. Um, and even in that, you still have people now on like the quote unquote woke side that that that'll judge a black woman if she decides to go from wearing afros every single day to she shows up to work one day and or she shows up to the black lives matter group or whatever you know yeah. with, with, with the straight hair and it's like yeah like oh you, you switch it up on us now and it's kind of like, like a, let me like live. like they want you to pick a box right but again so it seems like from both sides mm-hmm. of this uh, both sides of the spectrum there's always groups trying to keep um, trying to contain that versatility. Trying to that control the, hair, the black woman's head. Like, damn. Because like we said, yeah. hair, the hair is connected to identity and it who sure you are. Right? Like, mm-hmm. you might, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the the constant wanting to switch up from wig to weave to braids to natural mm-hmm. is all kind of based on, do you feel like it's linked to personality? Like, this week I'm feeling mm-hmm. like I'm feeling like I'm this black person, and I'm proud. So I'm gonna, yeah. it up. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I've always been the girl who had different hairstyles and different sneakers. Like one of my managers <laughs> uh, would say that. He's like, yeah, yeah, you always have your hair different. I always got on different sneakers. It's like, yep, that's just me. I like to switch it up. Because, mm-hmm. like, don't get comfortable with how I looked yesterday. Don't get comfortable with how I look today. Because it's like I could be anybody I want to be. And anybody right. can do that. You have to be confident in yourself and I just want people to be more confident and just love themselves and love your hair because everyone's hair is different don't fall in love with my hair don't fall in love with Ariane's hair just fall in love with your hair because like everyone's hair is different Mm-hmm. Everyone's hair needs it's to hard. be done. It's hard not to hair. fall in love with Dynasty's hair. Oh, it's uh, always like <laughs> not because people picture come perfect, to me and they're like, "How do I get my hair to be just like that?" I'm like, um, you know, uh, it's not. I don't think it's not look, that way. Like <laughs> it's just not gonna look to like manage. Is do you only because of technique? Mm. You know, they haven't, or people haven't got it down to a T where you could just style your hair quick. Like me, I could just boom. Because I've been, I've mm-hmm. got my hair down quick. Mm. Um, but, you know, it is harder. And it's not even so much to where if it's tighter, it's harder to manage because your hair could be long and it could be hard to manage. Mm-hmm. So it's about like, like my niece, she's eight. Her hair is down her back. And it's hard to do because it's so long and she hates cutting it. She gets to cut, like, on her birthday. But it's, like, <laughs> her hair is hard to manage sometimes because it's just mm-hmm. so long and it's just, like, you know. That's and then, like, people who have, like, kinkier hair, sometimes they're not able to, you know, moisturize it mm-hmm. enough to where they can get through it because they're not using the right products. They're using, like, heavy stuff like a shea butter. And I feel mm-hmm. like not to, like put down shea butter it's just it's too heavy and thicker textures need like lightweight stuff like avocado oil jojoba oil like my jojoba rosemary mint oil there you go that. <laughs> um so yeah it, in the tide of the hair it's just harder for the water to get down the shaft so that's why it seems to be harder to manage or mm. and it's just you just gotta 
and and I feel like and it's funny because I was just saying this I was just with my grandmother mm-hmm. and I made a comment to her I was like man I gotta I gotta get back to doing my hair more regularly because I used to do it mm-hmm. like every night take the time to detangle mm-hmm. moisturize every all of night? that I was what well, yeah I was combing through it every night it was <gasps> like a routine for me it's <laughs> like yeah mm-hmm. well because it but what I realized was like as I got more and more busy I made less and less time for that self-care and I kind of looked at it that way like I looked at a picture of my hair just from like two years ago I was like wow like it was it was a decent amount like longer and then I kind of reflected on and I was like well what am I doing differently I was like well I'm kind of running around not spending as much time Mm. doing my own thing and my grandmother made the comment she was like you gotta take care You got to take care of yourself. You got to make time for yourself. Yes, yes. And that's the thing. Like, people always complain about how long it takes to do their hair. But the, it's a, it's it's part of you. Like, if you're going to have it on your head, or yes. you can shave it off if you want to. But if it you is... You sure can. Right. But if you are going to have it on your head, like, you got to make that time to... Definitely. Take care of yourself, you know, you know? People make time for things that, honestly show no value or just mm-hmm. don't have any value it's like your hair is very valuable it's mm-hmm. with you it goes with you travels it's important with you. definitely important and self-care matters definitely you know deep treating your hair like on your own at home like that's a, that can be a form of self-care absolutely massaging your scalp that's a form of self-care you know going to the salon that's definitely a form of self-care see i wish mm-hmm. i met y'all in college <laughs> when you had hair Oh, yes. You had braids, right? Locks. Locks. Down to my back. And I only got them wow. because Lil Wayne was the dude at that time. Like, and everybody wanted to be on Lil Wayne when I was Whoa, whoa, school. whoa. That sounds like that was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to lie. Oh, yeah. We're talking 11. We're talking 11. Uh, 11. That's me, class of well, high school, not college. <laughs> That's too so, funny. Yeah. But while I had my locks, though, my hair started to fall out. Mm. I cut my hair off for two reasons. One, a, pro- a professor of mine, he's a dick, by the way, mm. um, told me that I, if I wanted to be taken more seriously in these interviews mm. for internships, that I need to cut my hair off. Yeah. Mind you, I'm in Atlanta in an HBCU. Right. The one space you where that? you think I could flourish, yourself flourish as exist. a black man. Right. right. Um, and mind you, I'm not saying that uh, what his advice obviously was. It held um, some weight. It definitely it, held weight. Because yeah. he, he was speaking volumes to just, you know, what people think of you. When right. Because mm-hmm. when you go into these, um, yeah, the employers are black, but that doesn't change their mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did when I did cut it off it did change things I got a ton of internships yep. that's how I got to Africa and that's how yes. I got all these different other opportunities isn't that like ironic that, little by little <laughs> right? I had to cut my, my roots to get to the, the roots <laughs> but another reason I cut it off is because I didn't do all that which I mentioned like self care and mm. moisturizing and everything I used to wake up and my locks would be in the bed and Oh. Or I would be in the shower going like this, shampooing it, but I would be shampooing it after like kind of like weeks of shampooing it. Mm. Um, because I thought, because this is what I thought, you know, I thought hot water kind of just saved everything. Like you're showering. Oh. So I would wash my body and everything like that with hot water, but I didn't like actively put soap in my hair. Because yeah. I was told to let it freeform. 
and just let it. So do you just it let does. it get hit with the hot water. Yeah, but then it starts Stevie wondering and just Ooh, pulling shit. back and falling out. <laughs> and That's not- I was gonna receive. I was gonna save it. I was gonna go to a loctician, get me right. Um, shout out to Jody Campbell, but uh, yeah, I just ended up cutting in and. You know, mm-hmm. I've been with Professor Xavier ever since. Yes. Uh, but I, 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 for the fellas listening, I absolutely um, agree. You should definitely take care of your hair, and I don't think that's definitely not preached enough to us. Um, just t- taking that time out to, um, you know, just manage it. Take care. Of and now this is yeah. all I got left, so I'm definitely gonna take, sure. care, of take care. Take care of your life. Because if I lose this, it's over. I, I need to get my beard line back out. <laughs> Oh, you got a, so yes. do you have product, that's going to be my, my leading question, too, yeah. do you got products for the brothers? Uh, yes, coming soon. Another thing about that is, I feel like products shouldn't be like gender, because hair mm-hmm. is hair, mm-hmm. you know? What, you know, so it's like... So whenever we see I feel like scent is something, like a scent of a product can definitely like scare yeah. a guy away. If it smells like flowers, why would a guy want to put, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like with my brand, I like, like, I, I rebranded <laughs> it in um, March of last year. So I basically changed my logo. It was two girls on it. It had pink. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of men who were interested in my products, who were actually buying my products. So I was mm-hmm. just like, why don't I switch it up? Why don't I make my logo gender neutral? So that's what I did. I changed the colors to blue and green because those are neutral colors. And I kind of just made it more attractive to everybody looking. Um, men, mm-hmm. um, even like kids. Right. Or, like wants to use it. So right. when you so when you're saying that, when we, when we go when we go to the <laughs> store and we see these commercial products that say specifically shampoo for men and shampoo for women, there's really no distinctive difference in them not that are really gender, it's specific. just marketing it's yeah. marketing and we live in a capital world so it's like mm-hmm. or nation you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying you know it's like this all about I'm just hot. selling things you know if it says men oh yeah let me use it because it's like they have like men's deodorant and sometimes men's deodorant actually works for women I've used men's deodorant mm-hmm. and men have used women's deodorant it's just yeah my dad uses <laughs> women's it's deodorant just, always yeah, like, and get that secret whatever you want to make a dollar go ahead so <laughs> and I'm going to yeah. make a dollar because I'm going to put men's you know because like it's going to it definitely will attract people mm-hmm. or men excuse me because mm-hmm. it says for men or if you it's put like that, um, the butter I bought from you, yes, that could probably also work if a man wanted to use a little bit of that in his beard. It would moisturize his hair, definitely. Right, the and oil in the beard, the um, butter. Perfect. Right, right, and then not only that, but because it's all natural, he doesn't have to worry. Because that's the thing too. Like usually they have so many chemicals in it mm. that if you were to put something that you put on your hair on your face, you might break out. But because mm. You're using all natural ingredients. It's more like it works yeah, you can use it for skin. for your skin too. Yeah, there you go. I did not know this. For I sure. So thought yes, there was a genetic difference in our hair, and that's why they had one for men. Different. I will men. say, men's hair they don't have to really put much in it. It just flourishes. Mm-hmm. Like I it's just it's so weird because my father, his hair mm-hmm. is perfect. Like his hair doesn't mm-hmm. even like he doesn't even get frizz. You and my brothers were flourishable. <laughs> they like just water and it just curls right up. I gotta put some right. oil in mine. I wonder if it's, <laughs> I I wonder if it's because we manipulate our hair more. Mm, that might definitely be a factor. It'd be interesting to see. Huh. 
I don't know, because I agree with you. They really don't do nothing. They don't do a lot with their hair, and they just be looking. Because when you experiment right. too much with it, it, it damages it. Yes. And that's, well, the, that's another issue. It's like a lot of women are product junkies. We have all different types. I mean, it could be a product junkie, <laughs> so I can say, like, I would use so many different brands, and it's just like you're clashing so many ingredients, and that is bad for you. Right, mm-hmm. right. Now, earlier you mentioned that... Um, you mentioned that... Um, to it's not about managing it's just uh not about managing natural hair it's about having the technique mm-hmm. or knowing the technique mm-hmm. does two crows one uh, we know two crows one mission offers the products mm-hmm. but does it offer also offer um workshops classes or videos on how to get acquire that technique of yes you know so, getting you know mm-hmm. the the this yes yes so as of right now i do have some videos on my igtv as well as youtube so it's not just me using the products there's other women with different hair types they're older videos using my original like logo and everything but i Mm -hmm. still have them on my youtube it's two curls one mission as for natural uh hair workshops definitely in the works because i know that you know, a lot of women do like going to the salon, but they also would like to style their hair at home. Um, so that could be, they can add to their self-care. So I will be offering like, do-it-yourself um, classes. Um, yes. And I do offer, like, consultations. So if, like, anybody wants to come in and just tell me their issues, I can look at the hair and suggest things for them. Definitely can do that. I was at a meeting the other day. Um I can tell you about it. Mm-hmm. I was at a meeting the other day with um, uh, Jean Codwell. She's mm-hmm. one of the directors over at Springfield Central Libraries. And she was mentioning how she's looking for more people to um, kind of utilize the space. Because people are not going to libraries much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tablets, iPhones. Yes. Um, <laughs> and just more people are just getting access to computers at their own home. So people just don't have the need. Mm. Um, so they want to start having more like workshops and things like that mm. there uh, and I had mentioned that it would be kind of dope if you know someone can come through and do like tutorials mm. on certain things whether it's sewing doing hair or mm. something they specialize in um, so really there's okay. definitely spaces in this area to you Perfect. know do, to offer those kinds of classes and you know, that and, will give you that space to hold your audience. You know? And for young girls, too, like, my... Yeah. Because I know my little sisters, because tech... Because <laughs> their hair is a little different than mine, so mm. even me doing their hair mm. um, is, like, tough. And I'm trying to figure out, like, their hair is a little bit of a looser curl pattern, but for some reason, like, if I twist their hair, it doesn't take to it. Like, it mm. won't take the shape. It'll it'll come out doing something in between the twist and what it was doing beforehand. And I'm, like, over here trying to figure out, I don't even know what to do with it. So if you had, like, a class where you could bring young girls mm-hmm. and be like, hey, here's the brush, here's the comb, here's the, the perm rod, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do it ourselves. Let's make it fun. You can bring your girlfriends with you, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that would be really cool. Yeah, definitely Very helpful. would, you know, include probably two parts because... We'll have to definitely discover the hair, you know, because I don't want to yeah. be like, oh, do this and do that, and then it comes out a total mess. Different like, for everybody. Once you know all you need to know about your hair, then after that, it, so so first it. learn your 
learn your hair, then the technique. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I like that. I like that. But oh, even though everybody's hair is different, mm-hmm. um, as we said before, there are some commonalities amongst oh, yes. black women mm-hmm. and well, um, black hair. Yes, there's general, definitely right? essentials that I feel like everyone can use or do. Definitely keep up with trends. Um, always have a spray bottle. You can make a cocktail with uh, water, aloe vera, and, and your favorite oil. Mm. Um, you can use that to refresh your hair. You can use it as a base because that's really the key to achieving a nice, moisturized, defined look is mm-hmm. that moisturized base. Another thing is to create a regimen for yourself, whether it's it could be a weekly regimen, it could be a bi-weekly, monthly just basically figure out what works for you and how you can tie that into your availability throughout the week or your schedule. Um, another thing is, you know, definitely look for women or men who have the similar texture as you. Like if you are big on like Instagram and you're always like looking on Instagram for like inspiration, definitely try to find someone with your hair type or something that looks similar. There's like hair type charts out there that have like 2c 3b Mm kind of just like test your strand and see how how it looks um put it in like a bowl of water it has to be a clean shed hair and if it floats in the water you have low porosity if it sinks if it's in the middle it's normal if it sinks you have high porosity now to break those down low porosity hair is hair that doesn't absorb water quickly it takes a while for your hair to absorb. So you may say your hair is dry. So if you think your hair is dry, you most likely have low porosity hair. If it's in the middle, then your hair could be dry sometimes. It could be too oily sometimes. It's just like you can definitely just clarify your hair and it'll just go back to normal. If you have high porosity hair, that means that it's either color treated or there is a break in the hair shaft, meaning mm. water gets in there very quickly mm. and it also gets out quickly because there is an opening to where the water could just go in and out. Gotcha. Now, what you should use if you have low porosity is moisture-based products because you need moisture. If you have normal, you want to balance it out, use um moisture base and protein base if you have high porosity here you want to use a lot of protein base because you want to keep that the follicle as strong as you could keep it Mm -hmm. and it also helps keep that water in too and you also want to use like a butter butters help keep moisture Mm -hmm. for high porosity here as well don't give them all the details you gotta do the class I was just thinking about it. I was like, you know what? You could do a whole class on this. I sure can. Edit no. it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, is this all self taught or you learned this through cosmetology school or self taught, a lot of research. Um, they honestly can't really teach me much, like if I were to go to school. They being the man. The man <laughs> can't I teach me like about my own hair. Can really teach me is how to uh, color hair or right. how to trim. But I can trim too. It's like mm-hmm. all I would get is really a license. Like oh, I can pass these tests with flying colors, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Awesome. Uh, just to wrap it up, um, yes, and this yes. question to everyone in the room, and I say everyone like this. Uh. <laughs> um, just the 
overarching question. Um, how important is hair to black women? I think it's super important to black women. I think it's important to women in general. I think hair is really, it's like our crown. I think, or I know, I believe that it depends on the woman because some women do not think it's important. So it's kind of like, to me it's important because it is my identity, it's who I am. Um, but there are people who just hate their hair. They wish mm-hmm. it was another texture. They wish mm-hmm. it was looser. Um, they wish it was longer. But they don't put in the effort. They don't put in the time. They don't take care of it. So you can want, 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 but you won't get what you want unless you actually put that action in, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Two Curls, One Mission. Thanks for sitting with us. Yes. Can, you, can you tell the people the plugs? The Thanks for having IG, me, Terrence. And <laughs> Okay, so my name is Dynasty, Two Curls, One Mission. You can find me on Instagram. Handle is Two Curls, One Mission. That's the number two <coughs> curls. Like, he's on my head. You can't see him, but <laughs> the number oh, one mission. They know. Um, so that is for Twitter. That is for um, YouTube as well. I'm also on Facebook. Just type in Two Curls and Mission. You can find me at Camology Beauty Salon. Shout out to Camera. She's awesome. Um, what else? I have a link tree. So it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Two Curls and Mission. You can find all my social media um, my Curls by Dye services, my YouTube, my Amazon favorites, all that good stuff. Mm. Yes, that's really it. I love it. I love it. www.macwrittens.com. Yes. Uh, writing party on the way, by the way, before we get off. Volume 4, Volume January four. 25th. Uh, January 26th, we move this is back to Sundays. It's going to be at um, Yset Academy. Uh, we're always trying to meet at different locations in the city um, every month. Uh, this time, just, just like last time, we're going to do a ton of different activities um, just to get over writer's block. It's going to be a nice, uh, cool space for you to come if you're working on a book, if you're a poet that needs just a creative space away from, you know, um, the areas that you're in. Songwriters, authors need advice on um, getting over writer's block, whatever. Um, come through Writer's Writer's Party. January 26, 2 to 6 p.m. at Wyset Academy, 57 School Street. Yes. And Matt Brittens on IG, on Instagram. All right, what you got coming up? I got... Talk that New Year shit. <laughs> I got New Year Better Us. Yes, yes. Ah. On the 24th. So you can go buy your ticket at Eventbrite. Just ah. search New Year Better Us. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a lot of great... Um, Speakers there, you're going to learn about health, wealth, motivation for the new year, all of that. So please come out. Two Curls, One Mission will be there selling her products as well. So yeah. It's at Elegant Affairs, right? Yes, it is at Elegant Affairs. $20 to get in? It is $25. $25 to get in. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have Jeremy Rodriguez there. 
He's a motivational speaker um, from Inspired by Unity LLC. Henry Mensa is going to be the CPA. Mm -hmm. um, So you can learn about your taxes and all that to get your budget in order for the new year. And then we got Jocelyn Saylor, who is a mental health therapist. um, And she is from Practice of Author E. Chase. So, yeah, we got a lot of great stuff going on on that day. Mm -hmm. Yes. Super excited for that event. Can't wait. And we out. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. I low key want to be on late night love. I, I just want to. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got the I low key want to be on late night love. Nine two five two four seven eight. Call me back in. Yeah, so. But uh, this is my practice. <laughs> All right. We got a 